welcome to Fierce Woman Rising, the podcast that ignites your inner fire and introduces you to women who shattered norms, rewritten rules, and embraced financial independence. I'm Claire, accountant, business mentor, coach, and your guide on this transformational journey. Each week, I'll be sharing powerful interviews with women who have embraced a life of purpose and taken control of their destinies. Learn from their stories, empower yourself, and if you feel called, join us in rewriting your own story. Financial independence, joy, and abundance are not just a dream. It is your birthright. Let's rise together with fire and become the next fierce woman rising. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Woman Rising podcast and I am so excited. I know I say that at the start of every single episode but I really am so very excited about this one because Mon and I have been trying to have this conversation for how the heck long? Like months. months. And it's there's been technology get in the way or kids get in the way or school holiday or something. There's always been something get in the way. So we are finally here sitting in front of the microphones together. And I, I really cannot wait for her to share her story and for us to see where this conversation goes. So a little bit of background. Monica is an ex-corporate manager in the higher education industry, and she turned to Reiki and life coaching Um as in her sort of entrepreneurial um, um, endeavor, as as I did, we went from corporate to to coaching, but then soon realized that wearing all the hats really does take its toll, especially for a busy mum when we're still trying to juggle our kids as well. So um, I would love for you, Mon, to share a little bit about your background, a little bit more eloquent, eloquently than what I just did there. Let us know a little bit more about you, um, you where you came from, where you started from, and um, what sort of, has, you know, t- tell us a little bit about yourself, basically. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Claire. And it's, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. I know, like you said, we've been trying to nail this podcast, nail this uh, interview down for a while. So it's it's great to be here. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was in, I've been in corporate for most of my uh, working life. Um, I worked in law for a while and then I moved into a small business, into the wine industry, and then I moved into higher education in the medical industry, um, training doctors to be general practitioners. And I did that for about five years. And um, it was on maternity leave with my third baby that I started really searching for more and that's when I went down the path of life coaching and Reiki, that real um, a deep dive into personal development and to learning more about myself and that was great and I, I ended up um, resigning from my job and I opened up my coaching business and, and that was really great. And then we hit a bit of chaos in my life when um, we had a bit of a natural disaster where we had a really big downpour of rain and our house flooded and we lost our house. We lost my our family car, 85% of our belongings. And we were actually placed into temporary accommodation because we went, our house was deemed unsafe to live in. Wow. And yeah, it was full on. And I was actually still working at this time with the GPs and I had all these balls in the air and I feel like I was really given a choice at that point where I could, um, 
battle my way through or I could just drop a plastic ball and keep my glass balls in the air. And the glass balls for me are obviously my family. So I gave the job the flick and um, and focused on my family for what ended up being a year um, of being displaced out of our home while it got rebuilt because it was not completely written off, but it had to be built all back from the inside oh out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, And so through that and throughout that year, um, whilst I still had my coaching and Reiki business, um, my focus was on the family. And it was during that time that I came across um, the affiliate marketing space and um, it was the product that really got me to say yes, because I am a big, health is a big passion of mine and it's a, it's a top value of mine. And the business didn't interest me at that point. It wasn't the right time, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is and so <laughs> I, I know, right? But there was something we know that in now. Me. <laughs> yeah, right. There was something in me that was like, you got to do this, that you've got to invest in this product. And so I did. Um, yeah. So, and that's kind of led me to now. It's, I, I just think it's really fascinating. I absolutely love hearing the stories that get people to the point where Enagic in this business like comes into their awareness because it's always so, so different. So like for you, it was hundred percent, it was product first. It was, you know, health focus first. And that's been the same of other people that um, I've interviewed on this show. For me, the product, I almost couldn't care less about the product. It was like, okay, I just, I want a one, a business in a box solution. Um, show me something that's going to have an exceptionally high return on investment. Show me something that's proven um, and, and bang. <laughs> so you just cater for both both worlds, can't it? Both worlds and, and same thing. And that's, you know, one of the beauties of, of what we do is I couldn't jump into the business straight away because, I didn't have the mental capacity at that point to give it my all. And what I found so beautiful was I actually found the community as a beautiful safety net during what was a really tumultuous time for me. They they were able, and, and you were a part of that, Claire, like holding me in um, a space where there was no judgment, there was no um pressure to to be anything or to show up a certain way it was just to come as you are and we will be there for you regardless of where you're at kind of thing which I think was a beautiful um yeah like a beautiful place to land in during that time it's just it's something that I I don't know about you but it's something that I've noticed as I've gotten older as a mum, you know, when we've got, I mean, you, you're, I think your kids are younger than than mine, but, you know, when they're really little, um, we have a lot more to do with their friends' parents because really their friends are actually our friends' kids kind of thing when they're little. Um, and so you have this really big social network. We moved and, you know, now our boys are older, you know, that teen and preteen, like they go off and do their thing with their friends and I don't know all of their friends' parents. And I found my circle was shrinking um you know I live on the other side of the world to my family um we moved the other side of the country to you know our really strong friendship base um and then suddenly I'm like oh my little pool of people of support is rapidly shrinking and that's one of the biggest things that I found in this in this community in this online business is sisterhood and support and friends and and I didn't even realize I was missing that to be honest yeah, and and you're so right there. When I left the corporate space and I started coaching, 
that's one thing I really missed and I didn't even I didn't even realize I missed it until I found this space again until I found this community of of people you could have that banter with and catch up with on FaceTime or you know on the weekly calls or you know when we get together I missed that so much because you don't have that very often as an entrepreneur you're kind of the one man show and or the one woman show and yeah and that's it you might employ someone to help you with a project or or to do some tech for you but it's not that you don't get that banter and yeah I agree I really missed it until I found this space totally totally and there was something that popped in my head when you spoke then I was like oh that's a great thing to pick up on but it's totally gone but that's all right (laughs) (laughs) so I'm really curious because you know I I went from corporate to coaching to to now what we're doing so I want to know what that sort of transition was to you and you've alluded to it a little bit in as much as um you know this business kind of fell into your lap not from the business perspective you know it was the product that came to you first and then you realized there was a business element to it but where did you get to where has your coaching business got to that you realize that you know what like this isn't the thing that I thought was going to give me the freedom that I left corporate for what was what was that story like for you Mm, so again I'm I'm really social I need to like I need to talk I'm a talker and uh, it's probably why we get along so well right (laughs) yeah um and and I found that I missed I missed the the chatting that I that I had in corporate, and it took me like it took me a long time to switch my mindset from an employee into the CEO into that that business owner mindset. And mm. I'm going to say it took like eight months for me to to really switch that around. And then even when I did do that, there were certain elements that coaching wasn't giving me that I needed Um, and anyone that has gone down the coaching path will probably resonate with this is that there um, there are a lot of structures that you need to put in place in the back end of a business that although you get taught how to do it the implementation Mm -hmm. is quite tricky and as someone who has been in you know in the corporate space and had everything done for me you know marginally it was really tricky to then have to create everything from scratch and do everything again myself and I ended up finding it really difficult to do all of the things because I had big visions and I had a big plan and I I thought I was doing all the things but I wasn't getting the results that I wanted and when I came across this space, yes, the product was what got me through the door, but really when I, I didn't really understand the the impact of what I was actually going into and the systems that were going to be provided to me and how much I could leverage a platform that has done everything for me. So yeah. I just it's just been a total like mind-blowing moment to realise that hang on, I don't have to do all this stuff myself. And while I was scrambling in the coaching space to, you know, do all the sales calls and to organize all my funnels and to to keep track of the website and do the email marketing and all of, all of the things, this space is so much more streamlined and it just really takes the pressure off. And I actually get to stay in my zone of genius, which is, you know, I still, I still coach but I get to do that with a full cup because I'm not focused on the back end stuff. So that, yeah. that's been a really important part for me. 
I can 110% resonate with that. And I guarantee there's a lot of coaches in my network. I guarantee, and there would be in yours too. Mm. Any coach listening to this can resonate with that. Like I had this vision. I knew in my heart, I was like, I've got, I'm here to serve a group of women. I'm here to lead a group of women, to empower a group of women. Um, and, and, you know, I just, I could feel that energy. And that was sort of what I went into um, coaching with. And then I got, then I got distracted. I got swayed off track and, you know, went down different routes and toward the big, be- the beginning of 2022 came back to that. I was like, okay, like this, this space, this, this empowering women thing. And I had that vision, but like you say, then you've got to be like, right. Okay. I'm going to create a course. or I'm going to create a membership. Awesome. And you know, I've, we've got all the coaching tools and all the models and all the exercises and all of this and all of that. Then it's like, okay, how do I get it out there to the world? Okay. And now I need a platform that I can host this on and I need and to edit in this and I need to create a website and I need to create funnels and I need to do this and I need to do that. And I need opt-in forms. And, and by the time I'd sorted out all that tech, I had nothing left in the tank to actually create record content and create the program I'm like yeah I, I can't do it and and that that was kind of the start of my decline at the end of last year I'm like I've got these grand ideas I just can't bring them to fruition like I don't have the energy like what is wrong with me sort of thing and it's yeah, so- nothing is wrong with you that's for sure and I also found like throughout my coaching journey um, I ended up attracting like the people that I was attracting in the coaching arena were wanting to they were really AD for all my co- for all our coaches out there. They were very AD, <laughs> <laughs> yep. and um, and so they were very business orientated, and and they actually wanted um to to live and to be and to come from a more heart heart centered space and to live and and work from that space a lot more. That's that's who I was attracting in, and so when I came across this business model where you can be who you are and attract who comes to you, like attract your your tribe, your your people, it was just like it was just like this light bulb moment had gone off. Uh, and and here I am attracting these, you know, these like-minded, self-responsible, driven action takers that I I had been a- attracting in the coaching space, but in a in a different way. And yeah. um yeah, it's been really powerful. And did you find, like, again, like I found it really frustrating, exactly the same thing, attracting these people who are my, my tribe, like you know, they're our tribe, we're attracting them. And it's like, now I've got to create something for them. Now I've got to, you know, like, and and that was the exhausting thing. So to come to find something as a coach, to find something that we can use that helps us make our impact and and see our mission through to fruition. Like it's so amazing, isn't it? Like how would you, to someone, to a, to a coach listening in going, I don't understand the relationship between selling someone else's physical product and my coaching business. Like how, how would you explain how they have meshed together for you? So I, I like you, I have been attracting coaches as well because, you know, we're in the arena and people are seeing the, the waves that we're making. And the thing that I love is that it's already done. <laughs> it's already done. You don't have to spend all the time and all the, all the money and all the energy and all of the things for something that's already done that's going to pay you a lot of, you know, return on investment 
it's already done for you. It's like that whole saying of you don't need to recreate the wheel. Mm. You need to recreate the wheel. And even more than that, it's going to better your health and it's going to better the health of your family. And the ripple effect of that has been incredible. So I would say for those coaches, like, and for me, I still coach. Like I still, I'm still in that arena. I still love that space. But for me, knowing that I've got this as well, it's mm. a really powerful because it's been able to fund my coaching space. It's been able to fund me organizing retreats. And it's been, I haven't been having to rely on income from coaching alone, which I think is really powerful because when you're in the coaching space, there's this misconception that you're going to make a million bucks, mm-hmm. but that's not the reality for the majority of coaches out there. So um, I found having this this additional income stream really effective and really stabilizing my financial position so that I'm not relying on coaching and burning myself out. And that that's really important, isn't it? And I, I shared a post on that just this morning, actually. Like this allows us to have a, another stream of income come in so that we can focus on our passions um, with love and we can put the, the energy that we put into it doesn't have to be so desperate in as much as like I don't have to sell a certain number of coaching packages a month to pay the mortgage or you know pay the car payment or put food in my kids bellies sort of thing like the the bread and butter is sort of taken care of and then we can focus our passions with with that sort of very different more relaxed energy can't we and then then the riffles come from that because we're not in this sort of scarcity mindset. We're not in this desperate sort of state. Like I've got to, I've got to sell, I've got to sell coaching because I've got a bill to pay kind of thing. We're not in that energy. Um, we're yeah. in this so much more relaxed energy. And then that just makes everything else flow so much better as well. Yeah, absolutely. We, we can, we can pour when the cup is filleth over, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm really like um, the other thing that I think is really cool. I think it would be a really cool thing to touch on from your perspective as well is that although although what we do, so what we do is affiliate marketing, we get paid a commission on the sale of another company's product product. Uh, I was going to say product or service. It's generally what affiliate marketing is, but for us, it's a product. So um, when an magic product gets sold under our one of our affiliate links, we earn a commission for it. So how does that explain to to the coaches and to anyone else listening in how that works? Because, you know, we don't have to fill our feed with our social feed with product, do we? And that was the one thing that I was like, as a coach, I'm like, I don't want to suddenly be promoting a product because it just doesn't, doesn't align. It doesn't feel right. It just feels all a bit weird, but like, we can do it in such an organic way in this space, can't we? We really can. And that's that's over time one of the beautiful things that I have realised about the business model that we have chosen to align ourselves with is there are so many different ways to run this business mm. and it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all. And for me, I will occasionally speak about the product because it ali- that aligns with, with me, right? And... And I know others in this space that have never once mentioned the product ever and they've been in it for 10 years and they've never mentioned the product. So it's really up to the person who decides to get involved on how they decide to run the business. And 
I just think that's so powerful because you can you can just choose an organic strategy. You can choose to really lean into the automation. I, you know, you and I both know other women who purely run ads because they don't really want to fill their social media with anything. Yeah. <laughs> so they choose to do ads. And and I love that all of this is taught in the platform that I know I mentioned before. It's all taught. And so you don't have to have any experience in this space in order to lean on the automation, which I really think it's just amazing. And yes. for me, um, I found I already had a presence online. So for me, sort of announcing that I was deciding to affiliate with this product, for me, felt really aligned because I'm a, like, I'm a, got a really holistic approach. So f- for me, that's that's okay. And I'm also affiliated with a couple of other products. I'm affiliated with um, a, a mushroom extract company, you know. Yep. So there's a couple of other things that I like to affiliate with as well because for me, they're congruent with my values and, and, and what I stand for. And that's the beautiful thing about this business. You don't have to be product-led. I've got people coming to me that, like you, they couldn't give a hoot what we're selling. Yeah. They want they want the, they want the business they want the, the the strategy they want to be able to rake in those commissions and yeah. and and set up a business so I think that is a really wonderful thing about what we're doing is you can sort of run it however you choose whatever works for you absolutely and like you've alluded to a couple of times like it's it's all taught it's all there whether you want to be um, product water based or whether you want to be business based all the all the sales funnels all the marketing resources all the back-end systems all the sales tech everything is done for us isn't it it's literally business in a box yeah (laughs) plug and play baby (laughs) yep 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 so let's 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 circle back now to a bit of your a bit more of your um story so Mm -hmm. you're you're a mum three kids Three kids. What, yep. What does the um, married? <laughs> what does the future look like for you? What do you envisage? Um, how do you envisage this business sort of um, projecting you forward? And what does that look like for sort of you and your family? Yeah. So, uh, in the short term, as in the next couple of years, we are going to, so I have three kids, an eight-year-old, a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And next year we will be going on the road for a whole term in our van. So we're just going to pack up and just head away and just enjoy a month away. And so working while I'm on the road is perfect for me. Um, my hubby has his own business as well, but he is a, a tradie. So he has to be there to do the work, whereas I don't have to do that. So I will be supporting us while we're away. And then like, if I look out a little bit further, I am in the process of hosting retreats. So I've got a retreat coming up in April. So um, I will be organizing that and then going forward, it will be more retreats and we're looking to buy land with a bit of acreage so that we can have a ecological and sustainable environment there and have people come and, and do um, different modalities because obviously I do a few and um, and I collaborate with some people in my community. And so that's that's the future in the next sort of five years. And then, I mean, going forward, it's just going to expand from there really clear. You know, it's going to be 
you know, other states where I'm hosting retreats and and getting people, like-minded people together to allow them a safe space where they can explore who they are and return back to who they are at their core because I feel like there's really a, a shift in consciousness at the moment and that is part of what I am here to do. I'm here to raise the vibration of humanity and getting people together in a group setting is really helping my mission on in that cause. So I I absolutely love that and and I love I I love that you're so clear in that and and I don't know about you but I feel so much more able to talk like that, to talk long-term about what the long-term goals are, because what we're doing is so proven. And it's just, it's, it's, it's like a, okay, well, I know when I get to here, I earn this much, and then this happens and I earn this much, and this happens and I earn this much. And we, we know it's going to happen. Um, as long as we keep putting that one foot in front of the other, and we keep, we keep following the steps. Absolutely. It gives us so much confidence in which to to plan and dream and 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 visualize what the future looks like, doesn't it? And that was so exciting for me. Mm, absolutely. And like I'll just share a little story with you. Um, so when I started my uh, coaching journey, um, you know, you write down where you see yourself and you future project and you you do all of those things and one of the things that I had written on that piece of paper was that I wanted to facilitate in retreats Mm -hmm. and a year, almost a year had gone by and not nothing had really happened. And I hadn't had any opportunities come my way. And then this space presented. And so I said, yes, I, I lent in and I said, yes. And fast forward another six months and then I facilitated at the retreat that we went to. Yes. And I remember the morning that I drove up to that retreat, I remember thinking to myself, I wrote this down. I wrote this down and here it is. And and I held the vision and it came to fruition and I let go of the how and I just allowed it to come to me. And that's what we're doing now with, with our mission is we are we're stating it, we're, we're declaring it and we are owning it and then we are letting it come to us. I just think, I, I, what, okay, there's so many things again I want to pick up on, but I think, you know, a, a, an elite sports person, so an elite athlete, um, you yeah, know, we watch a lot of motorsport. Um, so, you know, those um, MotoGP riders, Formula One drivers, you know, they will, they will practice driving a track in their mind you know they know every single corner they know every single bit that they need to hit they know when they need to hit the brake because they've they've just played it out in their minds basketball players footy players soccer players like athletes like they will always envisage the event that they're about to go to they envisage jumping over the the high jump thing or they you know running their sprint or whatever it will be like in sport it happens so much and they have performance coaches and and coach and trainers that help them to visualize the end result and it's such a it's such a more common thing I think in sport than in business and what I've really learned through this business, even through all the coaching training and things that I've done, is that power of visual visualization and the power of belief. And you clearly hold such firm belief that everything that you envisage, everything that you visualize will come to fruition. And, and that's got to feel freaking amazing, hasn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, it's... Um... 
it's empowering. It's also quite challenging because, again, when you let go of the how it's going to happen, crazy things can happen. You know, the universe works in crazy, mysterious ways, as they say. And um, and it's when you're going through those those challenges and those those trying times. Sometimes it's hard to see the forest through the trees, mm. but having that, holding that vision and being able to widen your lens can really give you a, a an objective perspective, which is really important, particularly when you're being challenged. Absolutely. Mm. And I want to, I want to come back to, I want to come back to talking about challenges because, you know, you and I have spoken at length personally about, um, about different challenges and we've both got tradie hubbies, tradie partners who um, have a different, a different mindset around work and earning money and, and what all that looks like. And I, I know we've shared similar challenge, continue to share similar challenges that we work through. Absolutely love our partners to bits. No way are we um, bagging them or their choices or their mindsets or anything. But I think it's something that's really worth talking about because I know that I have seen women look at this as a business opportunity, mention it to their partner, and then their partner's like, hell no. And and then they just sort of almost quash those dreams again and go, oh, okay. It was kind of exciting for a moment, but yeah, okay, I'll just settle. I'll just get back into my box. Like mm. I know you have, I know you have stories around this. Are you willing, are you happy to share like for, for the purpose mm. of people listening in and going, oh, I would love to do this, but my husband would just be like, no way or, or vice yeah. versa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're exactly right. That's, that's pretty much the response I got. No way. Yep. Um, and, and I, so the story. So when the opportunity came to me, I ummed and art for a few months, as I think, you know, some of us do. And I thought to myself, well, I'm feeling really inspired by this opportunity and I'm feeling really positive about this opportunity. And yes, I know it's not the right time. You know, we don't, we're not in our own home and all of the things. We've got to basically rebuy our life again. Like <laughs> we all, we each had a bag of clothes and that was about it, you know. Um, but there was something in me that was saying, no, go for it, like do it. And and I remember reading something at the time that said, the partner that you've chosen has chosen you too. And I kind of really, I really sat on that that statement for a while. And and I thought, well we're going to have this conversation because, you know, call it the law of attraction, call it universe, divine, whatever you want to call it. It's brought you and the partner together or me and my partner together for a reason. And maybe this is a conversation that we actually need to grow through. Mm -hmm. And I think it was really important for me to really hold fast on that desire that was calling me forward. And when I said yes to myself, what I was actually doing was opening up a communication channel for me and my partner to talk about some uncomfortable stuff around who's bringing what to the table, around money, around the fact that I was not working at that point and he was providing financially for our family unit, around all of these things. And in that moment, I actually had to remember my worth 
mm-hmm. and remember that I too am worthy of all of life's treasures and one of those treasures is also my happiness and even though I was asking for his support for this decision, I wasn't actually asking for his permission. Mm. And that was a really uncomfortable conversation to have. But, you know, going forward, even if we if we go forward a little bit, even now, he's not 100% on board still. And that's okay because I am and and I I believe in myself and I believe in my own self-worth and everyone should be able to feel like that and and have that financial independence and and know that they're capable of success and and to be who they want to be despite someone saying i don't think it's a good idea yes i 100% 110% like hear you and you know the conversation went very very simil- similarly for us as well but it's interesting that i tend to I tend to go into childish mode, um, you know, like the little tantrum child stomping, he doesn't get her own way kind of thing. And, and, yeah. and I did that, you know, I will put my hand up and I'll say, I did that. And, and, and I got into a real hissy fit and I was like, this isn't fair and yada, yada. And then, then I kind of pulled my big girl pants on and, and thought about it from his perspective, you know, what he had shared. And I was like, okay all right, I, I hear you, you know, I have, I have proposed a lot of crazy business ideas over the years and um, I have invested in a lot of things and none of them yet have delivered what I promised they would deliver. So, you know, if the roles were reversed, I could completely understand where he was coming from. I, like you, felt something so strong in my heart that I could not logically explain. Like I was prepared to do whatever it took to make it happen. I was like, you know, if like this has to happen, I can see this being our catalyst as a family forward into the life that we are, that we talk about, that we dream about all the things that we want to do. And I had to find or conjure up enough courage and faith in myself to exactly like what you said, stand strong and, and not be swayed and not be, um, not be, put down, put back into my box and um, find a way to make it happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, if something is really important enough to us, we will find a way, won't we? Like, absolutely. absolutely find a way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I think as a parent, particularly a mother, we can often lose our identity through through the role that we play in in the household dynamic. And one thing this has given me is it's given me back my sense of self because I'm doing this for me. I'm not, I guess I am doing it for for the community and I'm doing it for my family and all of those other things as well. But I'm also doing it for me because it gives me a chance to, you know, have conversations like this and surround myself with people who do believe in the vision, who do believe in this mission. And for me, those conversations are so like, oh, that just, it just gets me. Those these kind of kinds of conversations really light me up, and they raise my vibration. And yes. it's important to to have people around you that do support you in in your desires and in your dreams and in your goals. And yes, my other half and I may not be on quite the same page with this, but 
yet by being so in yet but being so he does drink the water by the way and he does take it to work and yeah. he, he does take it camping he, he filled up a 10 liter thingy the other day to take camping with us thank you so he, he is it is slowly trickling in um yeah. <laughs> but I think it's important to know that you know um when you surround yourself with people who who believe in you and believe in your dream and your mission and your goals they can support you to get there yeah in spite of in spite of what anyone else might say yes yes and I think the biggest the biggest thing that I learned through that process through not just going oh okay then and and sulking and going back to what I was for for persevering and and standing strong and pushing through the biggest thing that I learned was that I'm actually not here to convince. I don't, my job is not convincing anyone else. Like I don't have to convince anyone else. My job is, is convincing me and having enough courage and conviction and trust and faith in me. And I had to go through that uncomfortable time. I had to go through that difficult conversation to realize that it's not about finding a way to convince our partner, or our parents, our neighbor's dog or whoever the hell else might have an opinion what we've got to do is find the conviction in here um and find the strength and the the trust in ourselves haven't we that's the journey that's the journey that's the journey because like you said if you believe in it you will find a way you will find a way you uh, you know when it like i mean it's not the same thing but you know when you're having a baby you find a way you find a way yep. <laughs> to support the baby, to feed the baby, to whatever. You find a way. And I, often it's said that when you are an entrepreneur, that your business is another extension. Like it's a baby. It's it's one of your babies. And that's how I feel about this. Like it is one of my babies and I'm nurturing it and I'm loving it and I'm pouring all of my love into it. Doesn't mean that other people don't get it, don't get my love, but this yep. also gets a big a big amount of my love because it's worthy of it and it deserves it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And this is a baby that supports our financial future instead of drains it. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. And it allows me to coach and, and have fun and go and organise retreats and, you know, take my kids on holidays for two weeks without having to bat an eyelid about, you know, oh, can we afford it or yeah. anything like that. It's, yeah, it's a totally different way of thinking. That's, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? And that was one of the things I said to Terry, I'm like, this enables me to do the fun stuff. This enables me to do the stuff I'm good at. And this enables anyone to do the thing that they're passionate about. You don't have to write a book and make this and sell that book for the money. You do it for the passion. You don't make jewelry. You don't um, draw, you know, you don't have do do art paint you know you know our passions music um travel like those things that are our passions can be our passions and this can be an injection of funds that helps us fuel like those passions and live that life that we want to live and it yeah so good (laughs) closing comments i'm so i'm I'm so I've, i've loved absolutely everything we've spoken about like if there's someone listening in maybe a coach listening in who is just completely overwhelmed with doing everything themselves maybe a mum in corporate who's you know as we're recording this it's school holidays so in the midst of juggling school holidays and play dates and work and commitments and all that kind of stuff. What would you say to any woman listening in who is just like, oh my God, like this can't be all life is. I would say that what's in the way is the way. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so if, if you need, if you're stressed out because you don't have enough time, then you need to invest time to get back your time. You need to invest money to get you into a place where you're financially free so you get that back because mm. that's the catch, right? It's a polarity. Like I know when I was juggling corporate and school holidays and all the things, I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. This is so hard. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. But then I realized in order to get those things, I needed to invest in those things. I need to invest in something that's going to give me those things back. Yeah. And in order to do that, you need to invest time and you need to invest money. So that's that was what I would say. And that there is so many more things available once you start to expand your awareness and let your curiosity lead. It's amazing what happens to fall in your lap. Ah. Uh. So good. And it it so is, you know, as someone coming from an accounting background, very logical, very head driven, um, the things that have come into my life and into my awareness since I have let go of a lot of that logic and followed my heart is just incredible. So 100% vouch for um, everything that, that you've just shared there. Thank you so, so much. It has been, so as, as I expected, um, an amazing conversation that we okay. could just keep going on and on and on about, but, you know, <laughs> conscious of people's time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, I will Claire. put all of your um, contact details in the show notes to this episode if you're happy with that. So anybody who has resonated with your story, who wants to connect, who wants to find out more about what you do, maybe wants to come on one of your amazing retreats, um, head to the show notes for wherever you're listening to this podcast at and you will find all of Mon's contact details in there. Yeah. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. The thing that's in the way is the way. Is there a more powerful way to end that conversation? I think what Mon just shared there at the end is something that every single one of us can apply to any situation. You know, if we're saying we don't have time, then the thing we need to work through is time. You know, where are we wasting our time? Where can we find the time? Where can we make the time? You know, if our kid fell down and broke their arm, we would be able to find the time to take them to the hospital because our kids are important to us. So it's not the fact that we don't have time. It's it's the fact that something is stopping us from making this thing that we say we want important enough for us to find the time. The same goes with money. If, we, if we're saying we don't have enough money, we can't afford it right now, then the very thing we need to face and the very thing we need to lean into is investing money to make money. How can we earn more money? This was me. This was, this was exactly where I was at. I was like, okay, where can I find this money? How can I earn extra money? How can I create the money that I need to invest in this? It wasn't like, oh, well, um, we don't have the money for that right now. I can't do it because that attitude will never have me, will never have had me having the money. I had to commit, yes, and make a plan. What extra work could I do? What extra things could I do? Was there something I could sell? Could I take out an interest-free credit card? Could I take out a loan? Could I ask someone for money for a loan? What, what could I do to find the money? Partner saying no, partner um, not being on board. We, that's what we need to lean into. Everything that is in the way 
is the way. So whatever obstacle is coming up for you, lean into that if you choose to. Um, if you if you are not prepared or if you don't want to lean into that pain, lean into that discomfort, lean into that unknown, then just be just own the fact that you are where you are and and that is where you'll stay. But if you want more, if you are committed to more, if you are feeling in your heart you're here for more, then it is about leaning into that discomfort, leaning into that unknown and doing what needs to happen to move through that, having the difficult conversation like Mon said in this story finding something to sell, finding some way, someone you can ask to borrow some money, creating the time, dropping a, dropping a responsibility, dropping something that you're holding on to, um, maybe as a, as a way of, um, boosting your ego or feeling significant because you're a part of this and you're doing that. But maybe that's the thing that's holding you back. Maybe that's the thing you need to release. Maybe that's the thing that you need to relinquish in order to free up some time to invest into building the future that you say you want this business I trust you're sort of learning through listening to these stories is so much more than an online business it is so much more than an income stream because shit is going to come up stuff is going to come up for you and we are in that moment faced with a choice we can we can succumb to our beliefs and um, our limitations and we can therefore stay feeling safer but we'll also stay exactly where we are or we can lean into each one and we can face it as it comes up and we can work through it and we can elevate ourselves and we can come out the other side at a higher plane like um, it was described it's described in one of the trainings on our platform as like a wormhole Uh, and so we get to a you know we're in this nice expansive place and then suddenly all of a sudden something will come up and it'll squish us it'll 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 you know, it'll floor us. We'll be, it, it'll be like all consuming for a moment and we'll have to squidge ourselves through this wormhole of, of discomfort and, you know, um, the unknown and, and fear and all the shit that comes up. We'll have to face that and we'll have to lean into that. And eventually once we do that, we're going to pop out the other side and we're, we're in this expansive abundant place again, but we're in a higher, at a higher plane, at a higher level, at a higher vibration than where we were before. And that is what, that is what this is all about for me. It is, it is about every single woman listening to this podcast, leaning into the thing that is keeping you where you are right now and going, okay, um, I want more than this. I can feel more inside me. I know my life is more than this. I know there is more out there for, for, for me, for my relationship, for my family, for our future. There is more out there and I need to be brave enough. I need to be courageous enough. I need to trust myself enough to know that I am capable and I am worthy of pushing through that wormhole and coming out the other side. And you know what? The other thing that Mon shared in this story, you don't do that alone. You do not do that alone. If you're on my team, I am there with you holding your hand along with every other single person in in my team. And then um, we have our wider team, which mine is a part of. And then we have our whole global community, which every single soul in that community is here because they share the same 
heart-focused, pig-headed determination that you do, um, that you're here for more, that you're worthy of more, that you're capable of more. And so every single person in this community has felt what you're feeling now, has gone through the uncomfortableness of of what you're feeling now and the uncertainty as to oh do I do I reach out and find out about this or don't I every single person has gone through that so every single person can offer support and can offer guidance and can hold you like Mon said can hold you in the space where you need to be held until you've got the strength to push through to the other side so it is so much more than just a business and I am so grateful for Mon for being here today and sharing her story about how this community has helped her rebuild her and her family's life after losing absolutely everything in in a flood and then what that now means for for their future and how she's able to how she's able to bring her family's visions to life through this business which I just think is absolutely incredible. So if you are someone listening, maybe you're a coach listening in, um, wondering how you can work this into your practice, maybe you're um, a, a mum in corporate doing the doing the juggle of the, the working mum juggle and you want to find out about how you can switch turn your life around, then reach out, reach out. The Fierce Woman Life, the Fierce Woman Rising Masterclass could be the key to unlocking a whole new future for you. So if you would like to watch that, it is like 80 minutes of pure gold. So there is no commitment whatsoever other than 80 minutes of your time or 40 if you're like me and watch things on double speed. And um, you can just, you can find out, you can watch that and you can take the first steps and you can find out if this is something that might be what you've been looking for to move you from where you are now to where you want to be. So uh, send me a message. There is a direct DM link in the show notes to this episode. Um, So you can message me on Facebook or on Instagram, message me the words masterclass mon, and I will send Send you a copy of that and we can get the ball rolling for you to start moving your life in the direction you want it to go. Alrighty then, I trust this episode has been valuable. And if there is someone that you know that you think needs to hear this, who needs to hear some of the gold that came out of Mon's mouth or my mouth in this episode, then please share, share the love and let's spread this fierce woman rising message to those who need to hear it because we live in a time of such opportunity. No woman needs to feel that she is settling, that she is stuck, that she is anywhere that she doesn't want to be. So I really want to spread this fierce woman rising movement so if you think someone needs to hear this episode then share it send it to them i will be back in your ears next week for another amazing episode so thank you very much for joining me and until then bye bye